Alright, hello, welcome back to Decoding the Algorithm. I am your host, Waterog, and we are on episode four now. That is that's pretty cool. Four days in a row. Um, so we're just gonna go ahead and get done with this intro here. We're gonna go ahead and move straight into the daily analytics. And while I'm going through these, I just hope that all of y'all had a fantastic day. Or, well, actually, since these are uploaded in the morning, I hope you're having a fantastic day so far. And that if it's not a good day, I hope you're having a better day later today. Right? So, um, we actually had some pretty decent things happen to the channel today. Um, not really subscriber-wise. We'll get to that in a little bit. But um, let's just go ahead and go from, uh, from the line. Right? So, first video at 104 views. Our second video is at 900 views. Third video is at 43 views, but again, channel trailer doesn't matter. Uh, fourth video is at 19,000. It's 19.3 to be exact. And then um, latest video is actually at 2,000. So uh, that's pretty cool. We won't go with the, uh, the shorts this time because those haven't grown at all so it's not worth mentioning but uh we have 240 subscribers now that's pretty cool we're 10 away from hitting 250 which will be halfway to the first stage of becoming a youtube partner so that's really cool um total watch time hours by the way um is at 1.9 thousand for the for the month that's pretty cool so uh um where else so i guess that's all the analytics that we have for now i did actually end up getting a graph i think it was yesterday but i didn't talk about it but it seems as though that the people um like the audience that watches my youtube videos they're mostly on between like 12 and 6 which is kind of interesting i wasn't expecting that but um they are and uh yeah but anyway uh, so you guys, if you were listening in last episode, uh, if you haven't listened to last episode, episode three, I would recommend you go and listen to that because it was actually a really good episode. But um, I talked about a little bit of an experiment, right? Um, recently, I've been eating a lot of McDonald's and uh, it wasn't intentional, but now I just kind of want to see like, how long is it going to take before I feel like actually needing to go to a doctor before eating too much McDonald's, right? I'm not going to do that to myself, but I just want to see how I feel after however many times I eat it. Today, like even though I said yesterday I couldn't stand to eat McDonald's anymore and that I didn't like McDonald's, I got McDonald's today. And uh, I did something a little bit different, and this might have just turned into an accidental conspiracy. So um, if we go ahead and just look at what we did yesterday, right? Our, um, our meal, it was a Big Mac and a 10-piece McNuggets for, I think it was $5 and whatever cents, right? Today, I decided to treat myself a little bit. I decided to get the two double cheeseburgers and a basket of fries for $8 along with a, a drink, right? Because that's a lot of food. I needed a drink. But um, that all came out to $9.74. So it was a little bit more expensive, right? But get this, whenever I ate it today, I actually felt really good afterwards, 
which is a little weird if you think about it. But then it got me thinking, the less you spend at McDonald's, do they put less effort into the food that they give you? Is, is that just even a possibility? Or maybe it's just the fact that it's a Big Mac and like that's just really... I mean, if you've ever gotten a Big Mac and a like a quarter pounder with cheese side by side, they have two different sized patties, like meat patties. Like the Big Macs one is super thin and still kind of reminds me of like the old meat that they used to have before they came out with like that fresh uh, ground beef or whatever advertisement they did for the quarter pounders. It seems like they didn't do that with the Big Mac. The Big Mac patty is just not it's not the same it's different so maybe that could have been the reason why but today with my two double cheeseburgers and basket of fries i felt really good afterwards so i don't know what you would want to think about that the more you spend at mcdonald's the better care you get taken of or the less the worse i'm not too sure but that's just a little bit of a, a thing i wanted to talk about um but for the main main topic of the of the episode today it's, it's a really good one, right? So I originally was going into this episode like I didn't want to record this episode because I'm just tired and I really don't want to do this right now. But this, this topic is just, it's something that I had to get out here for y'all. So here we are and we're doing this, right? So the topic is innovating on viral ideas. You're probably thinking, well, you know, I know how to innovate on ideas. I take a, a, a viral video on YouTube and I do the exact same thing, right? No, that's not how you innovate. That's how you steal, right? Um, art isn't stolen, right? It's, it's reinvented, you know? And if you think about it, in a way, videos are art form. It's an art form. You know, that's why videography is a thing. Cinematography. It is an art form. It's just moving pictures over like still images that you paint or draw or whatever. But it's still an art form. So how do you exactly take a video idea from YouTube that you like, right? And then you morph it into your own image to where it's not stealing, but it's still like the same sort of thing, right? How do you do that? Well that's that's what this episode is about we're gonna be talking about how you can take a viral idea morph it into your own image and then put it back out there for people to watch and it'll just be it'll be great you know so um what you want to do first is you take the big picture right what is the video about i wish i can give you an example but i'm kind of drawing a blank right now but if you take that viral idea that you're thinking of in your head right now you take small aspects of it and you just like you switch them just a little bit right you know like um it's almost like just poking at it until it does something different but obviously like you're putting more effort into just poking at it right and that's just metaphorical but you take you take small aspects and you change it up and then it kind of looks different in the end goal so um how do you exactly do that? So I'm not too sure. I am still trying to figure out my own way because like game documentaries and documentaries in general 
on YouTube are like, you know, they're out there, right? And I'm trying to take inspiration from those and put them in my own way. Now, the only way that I can really figure out how to do that right now is simply just adding my own personality into these videos, right? So I'm not necessarily innovating, but I kind of am. We'll get to that in a little bit. Like personality is actually, you know, a, a good part of innovating. Um, but on grander aspects, innovating is like, we'll, we'll do, oh, I, I know an example. I know a great example. So we'll use Ryan Trahan and Mr. Beast, right? So Mr. Beast is known for his, his crazy challenges, right? We'll just name one off the bat, right? Mr. Beast $500,000 circle, okay? That is a big expensive video that got millions of views, hundreds of millions of views. And then we have Ryan Trahan on the other side. He saw this idea and he wondered if he could do the same thing but on a lower budget because who has millions of dollars to spend on a YouTube video that isn't Mr. Beast, right? No one out there, literally zero, right? So he took that idea and he innovated on it by seeing what he could do with making a YouTube video inspired by Mr. Beast, but with only a $20 budget. So if you haven't seen that video, I recommend you go watch it. But Ryan Trahan made a video where he did a circle challenge, just like a Mr. Beast video, but he had a $20 budget and he actually, it, it was a really fun video. I don't want to spoil it for you, but you should go and watch it. But he innovated on that same topic. Like he still did a circle challenge video, but he switched up small aspects of it to make it seem like a completely original idea, right? Maybe not completely original, but you get what I mean, right? It's it was different and it was it wasn't copying, right? So copying word for word, right? Is that's just stealing. We we all know that, right? So in order to innovate, you have to switch things up. That's just borderline right there, right? Um but now let's let's give you an example of stealing because you're probably wondering like, well, how do I know if what I'm doing is stealing or innovating, you know? So let's give you an example of stealing, right? We all, we all probably heard of this. Um, I don't remember if it was last year or a few years ago, because honestly, time between 2020 and now is kind of just morphed together. But I'm sure we all remember the Mr. Beast and Morgs um, situation, right? where Morgs was literally taking the same video ideas as Mr. Beast and morphing it into his own, except he didn't morph it. He kind of just like literally copied it. Um, I can't remember if it was Morgs or uh, someone else, but I'm pretty sure it was. So we're just going to keep going with that. Um, but that's stealing, right? If you take a video idea and then you just do the same exact thing except you insert yourself into the video rather than you know the person you're stealing it from that's stealing um so that's that um i guess let's let's talk about some more examples of innovating because 
there isn't more there's more than just one way that you can innovate on stuff right so we talked about ryan trahan and like he did a bunch of different aspects differently but um back to what i was talking about earlier with personality right that is a form of innovation so we'll go ahead and talk about um jev spectating videos if you don't know who jev is phase jev right um that's the video that has kind of have me blowing up right now um so if you don't know who that is you should go and check him out great guy but one of his um video series that he likes to do is warzone spectating right and i'm pretty sure he was the one that pioneered it i can't remember but now a lot of people are doing a lot of warzone spectating but jev spectating warzone that's just like that is a video topic on its own but then we have on the other hand people like tim the Tatman, right who will also do spectating videos on warzone but the thing is is that those two types of videos like jev spectating and tim spectating they feel like two different things because what tim does is he inserts his own personality as he's you know spectating the warzone players right he'll insert himself along with kevin you know if you know tim the Tatman, you know kevin we love kevin but he adds his own personality to these videos and it makes it different right so that's just another way that you can innovate and stuff like that but now where do you start exactly um because you're i just gave you a bunch of examples right but you don't know exactly how to start now being a small creator obviously i don't know everything but here's the best advice that i can give you if you are a small creator either just like me or if you're smaller or if you're slightly bigger you know but you just need advice in general i'm your guy right so here we go um best way to start is if you have a video idea first i want you to search it up on youtube see what is out there already and i want you to watch 10 videos maybe 10 is too much depending on the length of the videos but like maybe just five right just so you can get a general idea on one what people are talking about and two how people are doing the videos and then you take aspects like i'd say one or two aspects from each video that way you have like 10 aspects total and then you put those into your video right but not just exact you know you you take these small aspects and then you fill in the rest of the blank space with you right not just you literally but just like your your personality your work your creativity into those fillers and then by that point you will have innovated on a basic idea in a basic format and you know you can you can improve on that from there and like you can even innovate off of your own videos because once you have enough videos you can take aspects from your old videos and then put them into your newer videos with better quality better whatever you're trying to improve on right so that's just the kind of basic format on how innovating on viral ideas work um if it wasn't super informational i apologize i feel like i might have gotten everything but that's just 
everything to my knowledge as a small creator, right? That's what this that's what this podcast is all about. It's for the small creators out there. It's not for, you know, Mr. Beast to listen in to get advice, right? I'm not Patty Galloway. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I I'm sorry. But um yeah, I'm not a pro, right? This is just, you know, as I'm learning, giving small creators advice. Just wanted to throw that out there again. Um, but now I think we're getting into that segment where we talk about the future videos. You know, obviously, I'm still working on my next video. Um, it's doing good. I'm pretty sure I have a decent hook on it now. Don't want to spoil it for you guys. So unfortunately, I won't be showing it here. But um, I have a pretty good hook now. We've started scripting on the first paragraph. I'm hoping to get at least at least 15 minutes of content. Because um, anything shorter than that for this topic, it just wouldn't seem very genuine, I guess, is, is the best way you can describe it. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm working on. Am I struggling on anything right now? Um, oh, yeah, let's talk about... My latest video, actually, I wanted I wanted to point this out. So my Lego Fortnite video, my most recent video, um, we talked about how it has 2,000 views. Um, it also has 107 watch hours, um, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're talking about the retention on this video, actually. Um, I think it was either yesterday or the day before where we were talking about the retention and how it was really low. Um, it's getting slightly better. It's not too good still. It's at a 33%, but it's higher than what it was before. So the views that it's gotten since has been doing the video a little bit more justice, which is good, right? But um, another interesting thing is I noticed this today because it, it only happened today, right? Um, but this thing that happened with the the view counts that it was gaining, um, there's literally like five different spikes that I got YouTube views right on this video. Um, it's literally just like five identifiable spikes because in between the spikes, there's like nothing, right? And then it'll just spike again and then nothing, spike again, nothing. I don't understand why it's doing that because like you would think if it's getting a spike of views like that and it's gaining me watch hours and it's increasing my retention you would think that instead of just you know stopping that spike it would just continue that spike and then it wouldn't stop and then go again and then stop and then go again i haven't figured out why it's doing that but that's me you know so it is what it is but um other than that, I think that's all I've got for y'all today. Um, I hope y'all have been enjoying uh, the podcast episodes. Uh, like I said, we're on episode four now. Episode five, I don't really remember what we were talking about. I know yesterday I said we were going to probably talk about average view duration. But I genuinely don't know nothing about that yet. Um, I was trying to inform myself before... Um, so that I'd be ready for the podcast, but I don't know much about it at all. So I don't want to just put a 20 minute podcast out there with something that I just don't know how to talk about it. Right. So we're saving that idea for another day, but other than that, that's all I've got for y'all. Um, thanks for tuning in. We'll see y'all tomorrow and
Have a great rest of your day, everybody.